Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. And welcome back to the Sean Hannity Show, everyone. I'm Greg Jarrett filling in for Sean Hannity. We'll be taking more of your phone calls. Our number, give us a call, 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 1-800-941-7326. My Twitter handle is at Greg Jarrett, and you could check out my website, thegregjarrett.com. I wrote a column recently about Hillary Clinton and the Durham investigation. It's entitled, All Roads Lead Back to Hillary in the Great Russia Hoax, which is true. Uh, I wrote about it in two books, The Russia Hoax and Witch Hunt, um, about the collusion fraud, because that's really what it was. And, and it was all because of Hillary. It's well established that Hillary is a master manipulator, a skilled schemer, and an inveterate liar. Uh, you know, her list of scandals would make Richard Nixon blush. But unlike Nixon, Hillary has always managed to escape without any real accountability. She's the Harry Houdini of scandals. She manages to miraculously wiggle out of any serious legal peril. And the latest indictments by special counsel John Durham looking into the whole Russia hoax Reads like a who's who of Hillary's Rolodex. Just read some of the recent court filings associated with the, the last indictment. Just about everyone closely associated with Hillary was in on the big con that Donald Trump was a Kremlin asset who conspired with Russians to steal the 2016 presidential election. And Durham, I mean, just read his filings. He knows that Hillary Clinton and her campaign invented, financed, disseminated the Russia hoax to smear Trump. And Durham's latest court filing shows he's focusing on members of Hillary's campaign who were sending and receiving phony information in the infamous Steele dossier, then spreading it uh, to the FBI and the media. It was all a fabrication. Steele's primary source was Igor Danchenko, who allegedly lied to the FBI. And Durham's discovered Danchenko's lawyers, the law firm, is the same law firm representing members of the Clinton campaign, which is obviously a glaring conflict of interest. And the special counsel now wants the judge to explore and expose those conflicts. Uh, but it is not surprising that the Clinton campaign is trying to manipulate the legal system the same way it manipulated the media and the FBI to use false accusations against Donald Trump. Joining us now is a guy who knows more about this than anybody I know. Uh, he is John Solomon, who is editor-in-chief 
of the news uh, and author of Fallout. Uh, the best website for this information is Just the News, which is John's website. John, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, great to be with you, Greg. Your, your latest uh, article on this is entitled, Durham Zeroes In on Clinton Campaign Could Call Some Aides to Testify. Talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, one of the great things about John Durham, you don't see him very often, right? Try to find a photo of him. It's hard to find a photo of him, but I'll tell you this. When he put, when he put, uh, put something in a court filing, there's lots to write about, lots to learn. And, uh, in a very perfunctory court motion just before Christmas on December 22nd, John Durham went to the judge and said, hey, <clears throat> we're, we're prosecuting Igor Danchenko, the main source for Christopher Steele's bogus dossier. He's charged with lying with the FBI. And a funny thing happened. The same law firm that represents Hillary for America, that's Mrs. Clinton's campaign, and many of the campaign aides in matters before this investigation, they suddenly showed up and they're now representing Igor Danchenko. We don't think this is a coincidence. We think there might be a potential conflict of interest here. And you, trial judge, please look at this and make sure that we don't have any appellate issues after the fact because of conflicts of interest. And then he goes into the conflicts and he says, listen, it's likely that there are people from the Clinton campaign who may be called as witnesses at the trial, the interests of Igor Danchenko and the Clinton campaign may diverge, he says. Uh, the Igor, Igor Danchenko may claim that the Clinton campaign uh, made him write these false things. The Clinton campaign may say he defrauded us by putting this information in the Steele dossier. We think this is a big problem. Check it out, Judge. A fascinating filing the first time since this investigation began three years ago that Durham says he might call as witnesses people from the Clinton campaign. You know, and, and they were instrumental in fueling the Russia hoax. And w what was so clever, I mean, say what you will about Hillary. She's very smart and she's very clever. And what she does is she keeps her dirty fingerprints uh, off of documents and connections with those sure. who are working on her behalf. She set up what I've described as the equivalent of a money laundering scheme, except it was an information laundering scheme. And here's how it works. Hillary fed money from her presidential campaign to the law firm of Perkins Coie, which hired the opposition research firm of Fusion GPS, which hired ex-British spy Christopher Steele, who hired former Brookings analyst Igor Danchenko, who came full circle back to Clinton ally Charles H. Dolan Jr., among others, <laughs> yeah. who helped conjure up the false accusations against Trump. And it was, you know, additional Hillary Confederates that then shared a few fables of their own. So it all comes, she not only approved a plan to smear Trump, approved the plan on July 26, 2016, but then... It's some of her people that are feeding the lies yeah. for the dossier. It's incredible. And, you know, it's one thing to lie in a political campaign because, you know, people will say that goes on all the time in politics. They were lying to the FBI. When the emissaries of the Clinton campaign, the people like uh, Michael Sussman, the lawyer, uh, Christopher Steele, the uh, British MI6 uh, investigator, uh, uh, the Fusion GPS founder, Glenn Simpson, they all bring things to the FBI, trying to convince the FBI that Donald Trump should be investigated. They are now committing a crime if they're giving that information knowingly and willfully. Now, that's the point that Durham makes in this uh, court filing, which is 
they're going to try to point fingers at each other because somebody here knew they were misleading the FBI. And I think that there's such a remarkable thing to look back now. When we started this, we didn't even know Hillary Clinton had hired Fusion to hire Steele to hire uh, Danchenko. They fought very hard to prevent that discovery from coming out. They, uh, uh, Devin Nunes had to go to court to force the disclosure of the revelations. Uh, John Durham had to fight a grand jury subpoena fight to get access to some of the records at the Perkins Coie law firm. But now that all these things are put together, it is clear from start to finish this was a political dirty trick designed to get the FBI to fool the FBI into investigating Donald Trump so it could be leaked to the media and dirty up Donald Trump before Election Day. You know, the other villain in all of this, and I've written about it extensively in in both my books, uh, The Russia Hoax and Witch Hunt, is James Comey. Uh-huh. I mean, Comey's FBI knew the dossier was a complete fabrication, that Steele was a con artist who had lied to them. In fact, the FBI fired Steele as a right. confidential source. But but none of that seemed to matter to Comey. I mean, the, his bureau exploited the lies to seek four successive warrants from the FISA court to spy on Trump campaign associate Carter Page, ruining his life, deceiving the judges, and defrauding the court. And the FBI also used the phony document as a pretext to investigate Trump, uh, concealing his innocence from Congress and the American people. It's despicable, isn't it? It it is. And, you know, we forget because there's so many different moments in this investigation where the, the facts yelled, stop, don't do anything more. You're going down a bad path. One of those moments was early September of 2016 when uh, another intelligence agency, the CIA, sent a warning to the FBI, to James Comey and to Peter Strzok, the lead investigator, saying, hey, we have evidence that Hillary Clinton has authorized a dirty trick, that she's going to try to gin up these Russia investigation uh, uh, charges to get uh, to get uh, the attention off of her email scandal, which was still percolating in the fall of 2016. For the FBI to get that warning from the CIA, before they ever went to a FISA court, before they ever said, hey, we think this Hillary Clinton-funded Christopher Steele dossier is credible evidence, to get that warning, not disclose it to the court, and to proceed with an investigation that they knew was a political dirty trick, that's what makes this so hideous. This can't be blamed on Keystone Cons. There, there was clear warning signs, and the FBI participated in the political dirty trick. They didn't get taken for a ride. They chose to participate in it. And and they knew Trump was innocent literally days before uh, he was inaugurated. Yes. Because the FBI tracks down through Steele his primary source, which is this guy who's a Brookings Institution analyst, Igor Danchenko. And Brookings is a long ally of, of the Clintons, right? Absolutely. So they track down Danchenko. And, you know... He sort of takes the attitude, okay, you got us. It was all a lie. These were all exaggerations. It was speculation, conjecture. It was gossip, rumor, innuendo. And we put it all in the dossier. Uh, And so, so there you have Comey and the FBI knowing just before the inauguration that it's all a lie, but they conceal it from the American public and Congress and everybody. And, and they proceed court. full steam with their investigation of Trump, which which disables his presidency to some extent for three years. Yeah, these are amazing moments when you think about it. So that, those interviews in, in January with Danchenko also 
are going on at the same time that the intelligence analysis unit is going through every sentence of the uh, dossier and saying, this isn't true, that isn't true, this isn't corroborated, uh, isn't corroborated. this can't be corroborated, this is Internet rumor. Ninety percent of the statements that the uh, the FBI intelligence analysis unit looked at in the, the dossier, they concluded were either false, uh, unsupported, meaning they couldn't be proven, or Internet garbage. They know all of that before they go to the FISA court and get the first renewal in January of 2017, which is just days before President Trump is about to take over. Whatever you want to say about going for the first FISA warrant in October, knowing that they'd been warned by CIA, and by January, they had such overwhelming proof that the Steele dossier was uh, false. They had a legal obligation to tell the court. They concealed it. They doctored documents like Kevin Kleinsmith did. These, this was the FBI just wasn't being taken for a ride. You see acts of complicity in causing this investigation to go forward in the absence of any evidence of wrongdoing. You know, this was the biggest and dirtiest political trick ever yes. perpetrated in American politics. And, and I agree. And it it then precipitated the greatest mass delusion in American politics. That, that Trump was this Russian asset. And it was all just made up. Uh, and, you know, people keep saying to me, it's the most frequent question I get, it's probably yours too, why haven't more people been held accountable? Why hasn't Hillary uh, been held accountable and legally? And what's your answer? You know, I think it is a slow process because the people that have the most to hide are fighting grievously to not get information to John Durham. We know that there were grand jury fights specifically over the uh, uh, Perkins Coie law firm records. John Durham had a Pierce attorney client privilege in order to get access to some of these records that lead to the indictment assessment. You then need to get people to roll up, much like you do in the mob cases, right? The process has been slowed, not just by COVID, but by the resistance of the Clinton campaign and the people engaged in wrongdoing in their uh, failure or unwillingness to cooperate, in some cases, resist giving information to the investigation. So it's been a slow process. But one of the things you learn when you follow Durham long enough, this is a very patient, persistent man. He does not go away. You may not see him often in public, but he is incredibly focused. And the activity in the grand jury the last few months is more robust now than it was a year ago. He is continuing to drill down and find crimes. And while it may be a long time coming, I think you're going to see some more indictments. And, and I think his final report will create an enormous amount of shame on a large part of official Washington, not just a few individuals. Yeah, and the media especially. All right. Uh, uh, John Solomon, you're the best. Uh, your website is justthenews.com. People should go to that for the latest. Thanks very much. We'll pause, Thanks, take a quick break. Uh, Thanks very much. I'm Greg Jarrett sitting in for Sean Hannity. Our number is 1-800-941-SEAN. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation, 
without the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert... How do you possibly know that your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock, they can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. That means when your medical claims come in, well, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. And HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix any hidden errors so you only pay what you owe. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Welcome back to the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Greg Jarrett filling in for Sean. Give us a call, 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 1-800-941-7326. Well, in the last hour, I let loose on Joe Biden, and and he richly deserves the harsh criticism. Uh, I described him as not bright and utterly incompetent. What has he given us? Well, his first year of the presidency, we've got record inflation, soaring gas prices, spiraling crime, the border crisis, the pandemic surge, the list goes on and on. Two pollsters will join us in a moment. Sean Hannity has the day off. I'm Greg Jarrett filling in for Sean on the Sean Hannity Show. Welcome back. Uh, Give us a call, 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 1-800-941-7300. Well, we talked about Joe Biden and his many promises and many failures. And let me just remind you of some of the most notorious failures. When he was running for president, Biden promised he would, quote, shut down the virus, said it over and over again. Now, of course, he says, well, there's no federal solution to this, even though He tried his own federal solution, the federal vaccine mandate and uh, the federal variety of federal mask mandates. But now he says there's no federal solution. He never had a plan. He never had a solution. He just made it up. And the other thing he said during the presidential campaign was, quote, anyone who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president referring to Donald Trump. And at the time, there were 220,000 COVID deaths. But since Joe was sworn in, an additional 350,000 more people have died. More people have died of COVID 
under Biden's watch, even though he said he was going to shut down the virus. So by Joe's logic, he shouldn't be president, should he? Well, his surrogates, his handlers at the White House, are doing their level best to put lipstick on a pig. For example, uh, Ron Klain, chief of staff to the president of the United States, recently uh, retweeted that, gee, you know, 2021, quote, really wasn't that bad. (laughs) Seriously? Record inflation, soaring gas prices. People are paying four or five bucks a gallon at the pumps. Spiraling crime, violence, the looting. The crisis at the border is just getting worse. Kamala Harris, who was supposed to solve it, hasn't done a a darn thing. Supply shortages, the pandemic surge today. The United States set a record for the number of daily COVID cases. Joe said he was going to shut down the virus. Yep, didn't happen. Who can forget the Afghanistan debacle? The $5 trillion socialist entitlement Lollapalooza that fell flat. Oh, yeah. Hasn't been a bad year at all, really. You wouldn't blame Donald Trump if he were to say, miss me yet? Let's talk about it now with a couple of pollsters, because the people in Florida, according to these pollsters, do miss Donald Trump. John and Jim McLaughlin join us. They are brothers. They are pollsters. They're founders of McLaughlin Associates. It's a polling company. It's used by world leaders. And gentlemen, thanks so much for being with us. John, let me start with you. You guys did a recent uh, Republican-only poll uh, conducted in Florida. What did you find? Well, we found that uh, there's a lot of buyer's remorse for all the reasons you said there, but among Florida Republican primary voters for the Save America PAC that we did right before Christmas, uh, 600 uh, Republican primary voters, they they approve of Donald Trump, 92 to 8, 73 strongly approve. But Joe Biden, 5% approval, 94% disapprove, 91% strongly disapprove. They also, Kamala Harris, 93% unfavorable to only 4% favorable. And Hillary Clinton, because she's talking about running for president, 96% unfavorable to only 3% favorable. So they, they keep on attacking President Trump. They're strengthening him in his base. And he's getting stronger and stronger as they do this because the buyer's remorse, as you so well described, where in our recent polls in November, two-thirds of America say the country's on the wrong track. They say the the economy's getting worse, 62% to 31%. And uh, uh, they just, like when you were talking about uh, Afghanistan, uh, 58% thinks he surrendered Afghanistan to the Taliban. And that was a... Uh, uh, that was a while back, but in but fifty nine percent in that poll I'm quoting from November, I think Joe Biden should have a cognitive test and make it public. So he's got serious problems. Yeah, I mean he really does. I, I mean I I'm hard pressed to remember a Democrat in the White House who has tanked in the polling and approval ratings as much as Joe Biden has, although. 
Jimmy Carter didn't do so well, but his was more of a long slide. Uh, let me turn to your brother, Jim McLaughlin. Jim, uh, what's your takeaway from these poll numbers? Greg, you laid it out really, really well. And as I was listening to you, you know, you talk about the big lie. Well, the big lie is the Joe Biden presidency. And just as John was saying, not only we're seeing in good, legitimate national polls, because you still have a lot of these media pollsters that are still cooking the Biden numbers. But what from what we're seeing is his negatives nationally are between about 56 to 58 percent. John and I also poll in a lot of these key battleground states like North Carolina, Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Nevada, etc. What you're seeing in those states is his negatives in those battleground states, again, are 56, 57, 58 percent of the vote. So what does that tell you? When you're running against these Democrats, you only need about 90 percent of Joe Biden's negatives in order to win. He's making our job as Republican pollsters and consultants really, really easy. And to your point, I have, we have never seen a president in modern polling in the first year of his presidency be this unpopular. And if you don't believe the polls, look what happened in places like Virginia. Look what happened in places like New Jersey. John and I, we worked on races in New York, especially places like Nassau County, where Republicans haven't won a presidential election since 1988. Republicans swept across the board in Nassau County, New York. So those are the kinds of victories, and that's the real problems that the Democrats have right now. You know, uh, whenever someone wins the White House, the ensuing midterm elections that follows, there's always a loss of seats for that party that won the White House. I think the average is somewhere around 25 to 30 seats are lost. Um, but, you know, from what I'm reading now, uh, you know, Biden's party, the Democrats, are really going to take a shellacking. And, and you can see it coming because uh, a total now of 23 Democrats have in Congress have said, we're retiring, we're quitting, we're moving on, we're going elsewhere, we're not going to run for reelection. Uh, compared to 13 Republicans. So these polling numbers, this polling data that you've come up with, what does it portend for 11 months from now? Well, the uh, the generic ballot that we have in our national numbers, Republicans are decisively ahead by six, seven points, which is similar to a poll I delivered to Speaker Gingrich and the Republican leadership in 1994 when we took over 60 House seats from the Democrats. So the Democrats can see it coming. I wish the election was tomorrow. But they can see it coming, which is why they're pushing the envelope on gerrymandering in every state they control, whether uh, Illinois, California, New York, et cetera, uh, New Jersey. You can see that they're trying, even when they have redistricting commissions, to push as many Republicans out of office by gerrymandering as possible because they know we're likely to take the House and even the Senate. Uh, and And also... Now the Democrats, because they can't pass the Build Back Better inflation spending bill with trillions of waste, they're now talking about changing the election laws to gut voter ID laws to have mass mail-out ballots to enable ballot uh, harvesting. So, uh, uh, you know, when they start doing that, that they want to change the rules 
uh, on the elections to go back to what they did with the irregularities in uh, uh, in 2020 and, and then put it on steroids. You can tell their their polls are really bad for them right now. And even in New York, you got Governor Hochul. We 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 beat her on three props where they wanted same day registration in a state where they don't have voter ID. They wanted to have no excuse absentee ballot harvesting. They needed to change the state constitution. We beat them nearly three to two in every one of those propositions in a two to one Democrat state last November. And now they're coming back um, and they're saying they're going to do it by legislation anyway. And she's going to do it in a speech on, on, on January 5th because she's afraid of losing to our client Lee Zeldin for governor. So uh, the Democrats, they really need to be watched because their corruption uh, is just, they, it's unbelievable how corrupt they are and what they're going to try to do. New York City, they want to let non-citizens vote that 85% of all Americans oppose. So, uh, so we've got to stop them from doing that. Uh, you know, it's like the Democrats are self-destructing, right? I mean, they claim that inflation, oh, it's just transitory. It'll be over in a, in a nanosecond. Well, you tell that people to people who are paying, you know, four and five dollars at the pumps. The average American is paying three thousand five hundred dollars more uh, on average because of the record inflation, the worst inflation in decades. Uh, you know, we every night you know, if you tune into the news, you see, you know, the smash and grab looting, the homelessness. You know, all of that that Biden said he was going to solve, he didn't. He was really in favor of the defund police. And now you've got blue state mayors uh, begging for federal law enforcement help, like uh, the mayor in Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. Uh, You know, and as I mentioned, the pandemic surge, he promised to solve it. It's only gotten worse. I mean, this has really been an embarrassment of self-destruction, hasn't it? Yeah. And, And what's really interesting, Greg, is when you look at Joe Biden's negatives, you know, they're high overall on his overall job approval. But then when you start asking about specific issues, just as you mentioned, things like the economy, inflation, crime, national security, etc., his negatives get even worse on those issues. Like he's better than two to one negative right now on immigration. And what, what you're seeing is what drives his negatives is, one, people are saying he's incompetent. People are saying he's a radical, extreme, big government socialist, so he's literally out of touch with mainstream America right now. And plus, now he's also taken a character hit with folks. And one of the things that we deal with all the time, we've done a lot of focus groups recently. And when we ask voters, and these are among swing voters, these aren't among partisans, many of which actually voted for Joe Biden, when we ask them, what is Joe Biden's greatest accomplishment? They laugh at you, and we try to probe and say, come on, there's got to be something good that he did. What, what is his greatest accomplishment? What has he done well? They literally can't come up with anything. Some people will start joking, he got up, he got out of bed this morning, or he read the teleprompter, but literally they can't give you one accomplishment. And what's happening is he's dragging down the entire Democratic Party, and they're failing and they've gone way, way too far to the left. It's not even a question of being liberals anymore. It's a question of they become big government socialists. And the American people understand it, and that's not what they're looking for out of Joe Biden and the Democrats. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't help that whenever the public sees him, he seems to stumble, fumble, and mumble, struggling to put together a subject with a predicate. I mean, he seems lost, confused. 
you know, now and again he has a moment of clarity, but it doesn't last very long. None of that helps the image. And, you know, in the television and social media age, image is important. What people see, what they hear from their their president, that matters. John and Jim McLaughlin, uh, brother pollsters, founders of McLaughlin and Associates, a polling company. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. Keep keep Our a pleasure, pleasure, Greg. Thank you Happy, so much. Happy New Year, Greg. Happy New Year to you guys, too. All right, we're going to pause, take a quick break. I'm Greg Jarrett, filling in for Sean Hannity. Our number is 1-800-941-7326. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Greg Jarrett, filling in for Sean Hannity. Well, today... Um, we learned that the United States hit a record of daily COVID cases. This after Joe Biden said a year and a half ago and a year ago that he was going to, quote unquote, shut down the virus. He knew he couldn't do it. He didn't care. He was saying anything he could to get elected because that's what slimy politicians do. And now, of course, Americans have reacted with anger and frustration, and it's reflecting in his polling numbers, which are, you know, in the dumpster. Uh, They continue to slide now down to 40, 39, 38, 37%. And, you know, they're going down like the Hindenburg, fast and burning. Kamala Harris, just as bad, even worse. Um, All of this could have been prevented in many ways. I wrote a series of columns back in March and April of 2020 amid the ordered business closures as well as the isolations, the quarantines. And I said, that's the wrong thing to do. I laid out the arguments that the solution is worse than the problem. And of course, it didn't really work. And now it's heresy if you talk about closures. We'll talk about it with a couple of doctors who wrote a book. We'll be right back. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com, get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. 